0: Hello, and welcome to DMC's with Clarissa, where everything that goes beyond small talk is discussed. Hello, and welcome to another episode for DMC's with Clarissa. We have had a long summer break, But finally, we're back and even more excited to introduce a really interesting topic today. And it's going to be all about self-motivation, motivation motivation in the workplace, motivation in your spare time and how you can find motivation in kind of all scenarios of your daily life. And answering all these questions about this topic today is going to be Samerim. Hi, Clarissa. Hello. And could you just quickly introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Yes. So welcome to everybody listening. Um, my name is Severin. I'm, I was born and raised in, in Austria, in the beautiful city of Vienna. Um, I'm 27 years old. Um, I studied law um, and moved to Switzerland uh, four years ago. Um, I've been working in a law firm and now I've uh, been working in the consultancy company for around two years
0: Very cool. And yeah, just maybe for the background as well, we know each other through work. That's true. The first question is, just in general, why do you initially start doing what you do? Because I think in everything that you start doing, there needs to be a certain motivation for it. And yeah, I would just like you to explore this this question with either a job, a hobby, a personal project that you've been working on. Yeah,
1: yeah. When, we, when I was first uh, thinking about the topic and when we had the discussion of what, we, what I could talk about or what we had, could have a chat on, it comes back to the, to the point when I was uh, two years old, actually, because uh, growing up in Vienna and growing up in a musician family, that's a bit much. And hence, it was um, far from surprising that uh, starting from the age of two, uh, I remember that I always wanted to play cello. And that was an intrinsic um, wish of, of mine. And I annoyed my parents, I annoyed all my relatives. And when I was uh, three and a half years old, I got a cello. And basically, that was the first start of... I, I am deciding on what I want to do with my time and what I want to put energy in. And um, ever since I played cello mm-hmm. um, on a university level from four to 18 spend a couple of hours every day uh, doing that. So that was basically the very first start of um, exploring what you can achieve um, if you have intrinsic motivation, if you have dedication, what it means to really put something in. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we're going to explore in the, next, in the next couple of minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, can I ask, how did you kind of keep this motivation going? Because if I compare it to myself, I started learning the piano from a quite young age. But I don't want to say I was forced, but it was kind of a, like an ask from my parents, why don't you play the piano? We both play the piano, like it would be nice. And I did enjoy it, but as you say with the cello, you kind of have this intrinsic motivation, while I didn't, What it was like a motivation that was put onto me. But even for an intrinsic motivation, it's quite a long time to keep it going, from three years old until 18. Mm. Like what, What made you contain it
1: i think it's two things the first one is that um from the very beginning my parents told me look this is what you want to do and if you decide to do it then this is your decision but keep going so it kept so it put all the pressure on me right so it really they really set the tone right from the very beginning and i'm very grateful for that and i'm still taking so much out of this simple simple sentence right even in work environment if somebody tells you look this is your job this is your thing you get all the responsibility, but at the same point, you get all the freedom to do that. It's the first. The second, I would say, is, is really the, the, the feeling of, of loving something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stereotypic of, 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 of uh, taking music as an example, but I think it's really um, applicable to any other um, field, um, for private life or job life in specific. So I think those two things, um, being accountable for what you do, and love what you do. I think that's what I very unlearned uh, from music, and actually, and uh, Clarissa, says, you know, something from my private life as well. You know, in, in everything that I do, I apply that. Maybe we come to the topic of skiing, as skiing <laughs> this season is starting soon. <laughs> Maybe we talk a little bit a little bit about that. But I think that's that's really that's really that. And I think a third uh, part is um, intensity. When you do something at a certain level. Um, and certainly in your in your job life you spend so much hours uh, um, every day um, on on what you do and so it is for music and uh, for for a six or seven year old it's it's quite an accomplishment if you spend two hours or three hours a day um, practicing and it's not beautiful in the beginning and you're failing and you're failing every day but you feel better okay. and um, b- being intense in in what you do i think is 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 the third key i
0: would say you spoke about work and i think it's It's a good uh, introduction to this question because I think a lot of young people listening to this podcast and from what I gather from a lot of conversations that I have with people our age most of the people actually don't enjoy what they do all the time and that's just life, right? You can't love every single task you are given at work you can't love everything that you need to do Um, so what are some strategies for staying engaged and excited about the work that
1: you do that's a very tough one actually um, maybe I, I, I need to come back to what I said before because all the three keys that I said they have maybe some, some one common denominator and that is optimism mm-hmm. and it is always a feeling of, of taking something good out of it um, I give you a quick example um, even at, at least from me and I think it's 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 the same story one way or another for for a lot of people especially young people Is that you kind of get um, torn into the daily business, right? Small problems, small issues, you're kind of in the wheel, right? And it's then at times very difficult to reflect or to see the bigger picture or to see the bigger good Mm -hmm. of of what you do actually. So, what my strategy is actually um, to um, reflect every day in the morning when I go and come into the office, at night when I go to bed. I really think. Could
0: you really
1: do this? I really do that. Yes. Really. This is not a lie. I really do that. Okay. I need that. I need that to keep to keep my energy level high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm running on a very high pace. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not 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 meaning in a in a way that I'm overperforming or, or what. I, I'm on my own uh, and for myself. I, I I keep my energy high, and in order to do so, I need to recalibrate um, my targets and my strategy all the time. So what I, do, I try to... Could I subsume at least 80% of what I did um, throughout the day into one of my goals? Mm-hmm. And the goals are not something small that I do every day. They're the bigger picture. The bigger picture could be what, what, where, when I, where do I want to be in six months, right? Which ability do I want to achieve, have been achieving um, um, in six months? Is there something, uh, a specific um, capability that I want to learn? Is there something specific that I want to work on in terms of, I don't know, presentation skills, um, be more talkative uh, with new people, um, maybe engage in in topics that are, you know, less important to others, but important to me. So what I do is try to subsume everything um, under one target, because if I can do at least 80%, then I'm motivated again for the next day, because I see I'm on track, and if not, I try to to reschedule my agenda for the next day, or to 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 um, um, make a bigger adjustment to to what I do.
0: I completely understand what you're saying. I think, for especially people that are in kind of more junior positions, it's hard though to kind of set your own agenda because there's people setting it for you to a certain extent.
1: Yeah, um, I totally agree. But even even here. Um, I see more opportunities than challenges, actually. And even a challenge is an opportunity, too. Um, if, if you have a manager setting the agenda for you, um, it, it may be only on a very, very small level in, 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 as a career starter. I totally acknowledge the fact here. You even have the chance to, for example, let's, say, let's, let's assume you have a micromanager, mm-hmm. right? And you don't want to be micromanaged. There is strategies to get out of this situation. There is strategies to, to shorten calls, to, to, to have more time to think. Um, there is a possibility to see to, to put yourself in the shoes of your manager and focus on what is on his uh, list or on his agenda for the next three months and make suggestions. Because that will give you the opportunity to step out of this uh, very junior being micromanaged role. So even here, I think it's, it's totally fair to say that you have the chance to actually recalibrate, to actually set your own agenda and to actually move and adjust um, to what what uh, what uh, serves your um, purpose.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Because especially like what by mentioning micromanagers or in general in the workplace, something that puts your motivation down. I think a lot of people lose motivation too quickly because it is a lot of effort to keep your motivation going, even though everything around you seems to be kind of pushing it down. And this is where this quote by Thomas Edison fits in really well, actually, because it says, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. And the most certain way to success is always to try just one more time.
1: And if I may, it's a beautiful quote. And, and, and what comes to my mind initially is when you talk about failing, you talk about failing big.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, for example, I, I never had people say, look, like this specific task, this is because I quit mm-hmm. or this is because I lost my motivation you would say this whole project was shit or all the managers are bad to me or the company itself or whatever it be. It is big things. Mm-hmm. And the solution is to, to really um, disentangle the whole, let's say, madness and the whole negative, the negativism and to really see the little dots and the little points and the little tasks that you have on your daily agenda. And if you then look on them specifically, you will find some that you like more and then you and you have others that you that you like less, right? And if you then focus on that, the ones that you like, then you can think about strategies to get you know do more of those tasks that you actually like. I think uh, this is a good path um, to pursue and um, to actually yeah leave the wheel.
0: I mean, it is it's super important I think not to lose it. And the last question is already what you've mentioned as well. It's how can individual overcome. Challenges and setbacks to maintain their enthusiasm and keep going, but I think you already touched on a lot of points.
1: Yeah, I can. I, we can. We can allude to that a little bit more. Um, I. I really. I really do believe that everybody has some something that he's really, really excited about doing, and I really do believe on the second uh, part that um, if you identify those little. Buckets and those little tasks and those little things. be it in your spare time, be it in your in your pro- professional life be it in your partnership or, or with friends um, whatsoever. If you really take the time and the energy to think about those little things, you will identify a common denominator throughout of that. And if you identify, if you have identified this, um, you can apply this and then you will see okay where is my energy actually coming from And if you have the energy, then being devoted to something um, is easier. And if you're devoted to something, um, being self-motivated is easier. And uh, lastly, this will help what we heard in the quote. This will help you to stand up the one more time. Um, and um, maybe, maybe as a, a, a small anecdote, um, uh, Jack Ma is probably known to everybody. And I think he got rejected by Harvard, I think, 16 times. I think he didn't apply a 17 time, a 17 time, but uh, I mean, it worked out well for him anyways. But I mean, having the courage of applying 16 times, I wouldn't have that probably. And I think 99% of the people wouldn't have the courage because if they rejected me 15 times, okay, well, there's other Ivy League universities or other good places to study 16 times. And those examples show me that it is possible. And if it's possible, then it's possible to me as well. And probably the main message is, Um, really think about the little things um, concentrate on that, focus on that try to find the common denominator find something that you really are excited about and try to translate it into things that you can apply in your daily life
0: and also maybe to add onto this something that just popped into my mind it's also really understanding yourself because there's people that are motivated by finances like they do a job because they know they're gonna get paid for it. Then there's other people that don't care as much about it. They care more about like people appreciating what they did. So this like general appreciation. And I think this is very important for you to understand as well. Like in your job, what matters to you? What employer do you want to work for? What friends do you wanna have? Like it as you said, it really goes through every single social aspect of a human life. And then another point is that I stand by this. You need to find something that doesn't feel like working, that doesn't feel like something you need to put all your energy into to find that one piece of motivation that you need to wake up in the morning and go to your job. That should come naturally. And I think that everyone is able to find this, but no one takes the time. So then we're stuck in this constant loop of not having motivation, of being demotivated by everything around us. And I think this is why this topic is so important to discuss as well because people are putting the motivation aspect of life onto a lower pedestal even though i think it's literally what keeps life going like keeps us waking up every day and being like i want to achieve something i want to do this and have an agenda as you said
1: look um i was i was attending a leadership uh training two weeks ago uh, it was three days um on a beautiful lake in Switzerland with uh, tremendous people and even more exciting and fascinating trainers. And one thing that that I sincerely remember was there's different ways of, and I I already told um, that um, I'm working in consultancy, so there's different ways of connecting to the client. Um, And for me, it was credibility and intimacy, And what I then thought is, look, if that is how I connect, there might be a connection to what I actually like, right? Mm -hmm. And being perceived as credible and having an intimate uh, relationship with somebody is indeed something that I very much like Mm -hmm. and very much need. So, for example, crunching data in an Excel sheet might be boring. Mm -hmm. Working on a document for the 100th time, Um, revising and and rewriting etc might be annoying and frustrating at times but if you know that the part where you take your energy from is being credible for example but like in my case i look forward to the presentation Mm -hmm. and i look forward to the discussions with the client with the stakeholders explaining what i did and why right and then you have the balance right because then um, you put something something in, and I really do believe that. Without putting something in, without hard work, it doesn't work, right? But you know where you get your energy back, where you recharge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can reach, and I recharge during work. Because I then have the meeting with the client, and if I have a 20-people audience, and I can present my results, right? And I can say, well, it is 60,282 because X, and the, and, and the audience believes me because they know me as a credible person. This is where I get my energy from. So I think, really, thinking about where can you get the energy from, where are you strong, um, is, a, is, is key to, to success, to happiness, and to balance in life.
0: Well, that's a wonderful ending. And yeah, thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye Bye
1: bye